Hey guys, and welcome back uh, to another segment in the Madison J Show. As you guys may have heard a little bit earlier, this is the session. This is the reality check version. How does that sound? Sounds good? It sounds good. <laughs> so you I love got, it. They love you. Uh, Jay Royal's out there. You guys remember Mrs. Indy Smith from the first season. Oh, hi, Jay Royal. <laughs> so how's everything been before we get into this? Oh, my goodness. Everything's been... It, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, cover anything up. I'm going to enjoy everything. Everything's been great. Yes. It really, really has. Um, you know, I finished the third degree. I have the master's now. Yay! And, um... I started Reality Check on YouTube mm-hmm. and literally for my living room, in front of a bookshelf, on the couch, in a chair setting. Real Iyana Van Zandt, but continue, continue. And then, well, I didn't know she did that. <laughs> I just started watching her and uh-huh. I saw, I did not know, I didn't Great know she did that. And I did it because it was easy. That's mm-hmm. all I had to work with. And so... Um, now that I have the opportunity, I took it to, you know, Manhattan Neighborhood Network, which is on Time Warner Cable. So now it's on TV and hopefully we'll get picked up. No, hopefully. Look at we me will being get, her. We will get picked <laughs> up from a major network. But right now we're going into season two as well. So. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah, so, so, you know. Wow. Well, thank you. Your busy schedule. Thank you for taking the time out to do this. I am. Let me tell you. After, like, I, I think I'm, I'm addicted. I'm a school junkie, mm. and um, not just because of education. I like the, the consistency, and I like the, um, I, I would have to say I, I like the fact that with school mm-hmm. you have to be present yeah. and accountable, mm. and so, I, I just, I, I love it. And now that I'm out. And chilling for a minute until I apply for, you know, some of these doctoral de- departments. Hey, now. Um, I'm free. So I'm working on I'm working on me now. Now and I have time to work on the brand. So And I'm so excited for you. This is just the beginning, guys. And what better way to work on the brand than to give exposure to, you know, my international audience and give them the intellect that you've been in school for for so long. Hey, we let me tell you something. It's not what I've learned is it's not about me or whoever mm-hmm. helping someone. Mm. It's about being present, vulnerable, and letting people know that it's about we. Okay. I go through the same things you go through. Yeah. Just my cultural perspectives are different. Yeah. So for, yeah, so for everyone who's like overseas, um, in Asia, uh, in Africa listening, like, we go through the same things. We, as as women, we want our children to eat. We want our families to be at peace. We want to, we want to survive. We want to pay our bills. Mm-hmm. We have hardships. We have heartaches. Mm. And so <laughs> it's a we thing. It's yeah. not a me thing. Exactly. So... And you know what? I think that's a great way to sum it up. Because I don't know. That's why we decided to, like, record this. Because we wanted to show people the raw, authentic emotions of what's about to happen, I guess. But I'm sitting okay. over here and I'm really nervous because, you know, I'm... I'm not really, even though I put a lot of content out on social media, mm-hmm. like the people around me, they will say like, Madison, you are probably the most private person I know. Like for instance, Lenny was just in the studio uh, telling us not too long ago, Madison, it took you three years to tell us that you, you drink wine. Right. Like I'm an extremely, even though very private people have mastered the art of making people feel like they're in their business mm-hmm. and they're really not. So. Well, not everyone, and I tell you this all the time, yeah. not everyone deserves every part of you. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> we about to give them a real deep so, right I mean, and and no, really and truly, yeah. and we'll give our best selves before we allow people to earn that. Mm. And it's not it's not like you have to earn it because I'm better. No, you have to earn it because you have to understand who I am and where it's coming from. Yeah. And we don't allow people to do that. And mm. then we feel betrayed because our expectations weren't met when we didn't even set the groundwork for what that even looks like. So, you know, yeah, yeah. we don't need you to gotta, know that you, you drank wine. <laughs> <laughs> Until three years later when we're basically a family. And then, you know, I open up a little bit more. Okay. Um, but today, I'm going to be very honest. This is really terrifying for me. Okay. But one thing that I did notice is when I first started this business, and Andy, you were there from, you know, the dead set beginning of the the first show that mm-hmm. you were doing with a couple of young ladies and that was when arrived yeah okay <laughs> so she's been there okay. from the beginning and so you kind of know how important my J Royals my J Dolls my J Gents they are to me as a community and so what I've been getting asked a lot because um it did take me a while to actually put it out there is about my past relationship because okay. I was very uh I just put it in September is when I finally went public. And we haven't broken up since March. But I finally went public and told people, oh, I'm finally single. You know, when you're in a long seven-year relationship, you want to make sure it's over. You don't want to be Chris Brown and Rihanna. Uh Not Rihanna, excuse me, Karuchi, And you're breaking up and then you write back. And then y'all look corny like clowns. So um, I finally put it out there. And the speculations on social media, and it is so insane. I've never heard so many rumors about myself. Uh, from until I really engulfed and got branded in social media. So the idea of this is, you know, I want to put it out there and I'd rather them hear stuff from me mm-hmm. than just, oh, Madison's, this is what happened or this is what happened. But also the final decision in me, you know, like, okay, I'm going to sit down with someone who has degrees in this and really, you know, put it out there. I know that this can help other people. So you guys, if you hear a little antsy in my voice, just know I'm a little... uh. I'm a little oh, scared. And Indy, you don't, you, she doesn't hold stuff back with reality check. No. So that's kind of what we want to do with this episode. So I really don't know where to begin. Do I begin with the story? How do well, we do this? <laughs> what What is, um, what would you say is on your mind most about your past relationship? The, good good mm-hmm. or challenging? The positive or whatever you consider to be negative? What sticks out most in your mind? Um, I think you said it the most earlier, uh, the betrayal aspect of it. And kind of not not just from him. Like, I, I want to take that element out of it just for a second. But the betrayal of what I did to myself. Because in every situation, she's writing, guys. She's writing. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, every situation, me, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. Uh. So I always look for what I did wrong. And in every situation, I like to believe people play, respon- they, they own responsibility in it. Someone can cause 80%, but you still cause the 20. Like it's something you did, even if it's you allowing someone to do certain things to you, mm-hmm. you still allowed it. So you enabled those actions. So it's not just because there was a lot of betrayal from him, but I feel as though I betrayed myself for so long and I feel as though I lied to myself for so long to try to hold on to something that was really hindering me in so many ways. Because it's like as soon as I broke free of the relationship, my entire career just like skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, lying, like 
I would just, I want to say put on a, the happy face for social media. And inside, I'm sitting at home three o'clock in the morning and I'm crying and where is he? And all of these other, the, the typical woman, woman shit that we go through, you know, how is this happening to me? The world loves me. And you're just fighting for the attention of this one person. And it's just like when you're not receiving it, and then, you know, you're conflicted and you're asking God, like, okay, well, give me the signs. And then do I just walk away from this relationship after, you know, we've already been through so much together for seven years? And do I just disregard that? So I feel as though I left myself hanging. I think that's probably the thing that bothers me the most. I feel as though I betrayed myself. Okay. Because of so what I'm hearing is you feel like you betra- you betrayed yourself because of the amount of time you stayed in a situation that you knew wasn't conducive to your well-being. To my well, yeah, to my well-being. And emotionally. Fact, emotionally. And I betrayed myself because it's like I, I put on a mask. Like, there wasn't any really support there. You know, I would support him. I, everybody know me. I'm like a can of big support. I support you. You know, I don't even know you, but here's all these connections and figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I would support him and it wasn't returned. And because of that, like there was an instance when I was receiving my first award as a journalist and, you know, he came to the event with me and I posted these really happy pictures on social media about it, like us looking at each other. But actually that event was probably the one of the worst nights of my life mm. because while I received an award for, you know, I was, I was a journalist of the year about journalist of the year by open closet magazine, but he sat in the corner and he wasn't even in a room for me to receive my award. He walked outside. Like I, I, I gotta go get a, so he missed the award, like having to get a breath of fresh air. Okay. So there's so many instances where there just wasn't support. And I feel as though, you know, for a long time, I kind of hindered my, uh, my career because it was so much for him to, like, kind of grab a hold of. And I've been through so much in my life, like, so much. Homeless, parentless. Um, I lived with his family for five years. So, to a degree, I felt obligated to stay in a relationship, too. Okay. Because it wasn't it wasn't anything, like, forced from them. But it's like, I finally had a family. So, it was so much more that I was losing from leaving him okay. than just leaving him. And it was the girls and the the... We planned uh, we we planned trips. He would cancel the trips with me and go with his friends. Um, we had an apartment together, and <laughs> you know we had to go to well, I had to go to court with the landlords. You know this was a lease. We both signed it. This is our apartment. And when I was going to court facing an eviction, he got on a plane and went to Dominican Republic with his friends. Okay, and that was probably the last straw for me. So. I don't know. I really do feel like I betrayed myself and it took me so long to like heal, heal through that pain. And I'm still in a process. And I think this this is very therapeutic for me because it's just so much that I've never expressed. Ugh, like So <laughs> let's let's do this. Let's take away. Let's take away your career. Mm-hmm. OK, so let's take the Madison J online. Let's take your on let's take your online work let's take your radio work let's take everything you do career wise out of the scenario okay your um Madison J the young woman that you know is going to school or going to work and you have this relationship that you've had mm-hmm. you don't have any of this social media attention yeah you have nothing to fall back on 
that may fill you or mm-hmm. fill that void that you were looking for him. Mm-hmm. So let's just put you in a place where with you're, you're with this, you and this young man are growing together, you're friends, and you hit a place where you're changing. You yeah. feel like something's missing, mm-hmm. so to speak, and you can't pinpoint it. Do you really think that you not leaving that situation right away mm-hmm. is betraying yourself? Or could it possibly be that it really is what it is? It's family and it's love. Mm-hmm. And you're just growing separately, but you haven't um, you haven't really figured out enough about what it is you want and who you are as individuals so you don't know how to grow together. Yeah. So instead of instead of it being a betrayal, let's just call it what it is. You're just growing out of that particular phase of your friendship. Yeah. Who and, and you've you've kind of like consummated the relationship, mm-hmm. the friendship. And so it looks like it's an intimate loving relationship when really and truly you all are just friends and you're outgrowing each other mm-hmm. now you don't have all this social media and, but and work stuff but here's the thing that's where the problem came in like it's very easy to take it out the equation and this is probably the biggest example everybody knows i do digital marketing that's mm-hmm. my thing i do it for ihop mcdonald's i do it for the quiet storm on wbls for the last three years it's literally what i do i create brands online that's my thing mm-hmm. and my significant other, of course, you share information with them on how to expand their brands online mm. if that's what you specialize in. So that's, Did he ask for that? Did he ask for your he, help? Sometimes. And I say sometimes because he was never direct with it because, you know, it's a, it's, it was an ego thing. Like, But he'll be like, oh, I want to do this. How do you do that? How do you do that? So I would say, hey, well, let me build you a website. So that's why I say sometimes. So it was okay. kind of indirectly asking me uh, for the help. But he kind of always wanted to do it on his own, too, to kind of, I don't know. He he really wanted my help but didn't want my help in the same token. Okay. And I showed him. I showed him how to digital market what the same thing I taught at Columbia University, I showed him all of that, and what he did was like I showed him how to create like a a comical brand online. What he did was there's been a lot of situations that I've forgiven my ex for. Um, the content that he would because he would say, "Oh, this isn't going to work. This is stupid. I'm wasting my time." And then as soon as we broke up, the only content that he would put online, I'm sorry, um, would be like. Take you back three years. Okay. Um, I walked in on my ex on our anniversary in bed with another girl. Okay. And so... Well, okay, so that's betrayal. Okay, so I that's... For, I forgave him okay. at the time for it afterwards, after the whole, you know, breakup process and stuff like that. I forgave him for it or whatever. So that I don't even hold against him because that's, you know, something that I personally... Okay. Um, I forgave him... For it. However, after we broke up, the content that he would use to be funny would be like making mockeries of the the things that he's put me through. Like making okay. funny videos about situations of me walking in on him with another girl. And and so that that's very personal because not everyone knew that 
until now. So that was something that was targeted just for you. Yeah, and it was a lot of different content. Um, and it, that, that shit broke me. Like, you know, when you don't... And the thing is, I was loyal to a fault. And I think that's my biggest thing. Never cheated, no other guy, no one of interest. Like, well, but no other person like nobody else but him I've never I don't believe in cheating you know that Mm -hmm. there's never and it's just like there would be girls who would hit me up in my DM saying hey here's a screen munch of what your boyfriend sent me Mm. um you deserve better okay and there was consistent girls like when he was online there was so many females and I'm just sitting here you know and this, you know, when you invest in your partner, you invest in your partner. And I don't take back what I did because we were in a relationship. Okay. But, you know, I'm paying for you to get online because, you know, they're online. It can't work or whatever it is. And there's chicks in the room. And I get it. We were broken up. But it was just always like I did a lot of stupid shit. Okay. But I just want to make sure I want to suggest to you, um, and it's just a suggestion, that instead of seeing it as you betraying yourself, Mm -hmm. seeing it for what it is. And you're a young woman in a relationship and with a friend that you trusted. And that's normal. Yeah. So you didn't betray yourself. You were betrayed. And it just took you a minute to come to terms with that maybe. Yeah. And be done with the feeling of being betrayed. And so... I just want you to recognize that because you're going to get into another relationship. Okay? Speaking into existence one day. But you want okay, but you want to speak into existence that you look for someone who has the qualities of integrity and loyalty and love yeah. as a verb, not a noun, and mm-hmm. and you're not betraying yourself and they won't betray you. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. so Someone portrayed you and they hurt you. Yeah. You don't want to now leave that relationship thinking, oh, I let this happen. And you have this internal dialogue going on saying that, no, but it was my fault. It's my fault. I betrayed myself. No. No. You were betrayed. And what it is was you trusted who you knew him to be. Yeah. Because you you were young and you were growing up together. And you still saw him like that as opposed to seeing him for what he was at the time. And the thing that that just, it's like, and I feel as though once I saw my self-worth, and the reason why I keep bringing up my career is because, like, my career helped me see that. I can see that. And my career, for instance, my career brought me you. My career brought me Lenny. It brought me Maria. It brought me, like, living, and it's not my, let's fuck the career work. It's a sense of, it's a sense of stability. Yeah, and it's it's brought me my my people. That's that's your favorite sentence. It's brought me my people, and with finding my people, I'm, Finding myself because I feel like it's a it's a, a life process. Okay, but it's like my purpose, my career, whatever you want to call it. It's the first, the first. Other than that relationship, it's the first good thing that's happened to me in my entire life. But it's good, Maddie, because you've put that energy in it. But like none of this would have none of this would have life if it didn't come from your intention. But the thing that made me feel like I was not good enough, that's how I felt my entire life. My parents didn't love me. Like, let's 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 have a very real moment. Okay. My mother, love her now. We're building that relationship. We're working on it now. My mother hated me because of the way I looked. 
growing up. Would cut my hair, beat me in the face with belts. Like, we had so many Dyfus cases growing up. My father walked away from us because I don't know. He was never really there. I don't like to talk about it. Mm -hmm. This is the first time I've ever even said it to you. But, so growing up, I've never, my grandparents even died. Like, the only parents I've ever really known Mm -hmm. when I was young. Like, 11 and 13, I believe. And I had to move back up here for my mother because I was living in Florida. And so, that relationship, that was like, it was bigger than him. It was like the first family I've had because I had such a miserable life. And so I get into this career where, you know, it's the first time I'm finding my people and I'm finding, I'm doing things that I love. And it's just like, ooh, he knew mm. everything that I've been through. He witnessed it. Like he had me move in with him because, because of the conditions I was living in with my mom. Okay. And so for him to do what he did, it's just like, it just made me feel like I wasn't good enough again. And it's like, how could you not be happy for me and happy for the accomplishments that I'm finally getting, that I'm finally getting the first good thing that's happened to me in my entire miserable life. Mm. And you can't even be happy for me. Anything that he's ever done, anything. I've always been that girlfriend with the 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 the, the paint on the face and mm-hmm. number one cheerleader okay what do you want to do when his passions changed i was still even supporting that you were to him what you expected and wanted him to be but to is it you. wrong with expecting love absolutely absolutely not i just want you to see it i want you to see it for what it is so when you choose a mate again you know that what you are, you want your match. Yeah, you want your people in a mate. You do you see? Do you see what I'm saying? You want you want your best, and that's gonna come in time. Like, you know, Reverend Reverend Bernard said, like there's stages, yeah. and you have to allow people, not make people, but you have to allow people to earn that. In earning something, you value it. You've worked hard for it. Like. We work hard for material possessions, for um, success, for attention. We work hard for all these external things, and we don't work hard for people. Mm. We've stopped working hard for people, and that's insane, you know? And did you ever consider, I'm just, I'm not saying, it's not a right or wrong thing, but being that he was in that position with you as you were going through all of this, for him to see your strength. Now, remember, he's an outsider. He's an outsider looking in to who you are because who you are is hurt. And yeah. you've been hurt. You were hurt with him. You were hurt when you met him. You were hurt as you were growing together. So he's really an outsider looking into someone that he's saving. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And for you to build this strength, find your people, find your purpose, find your passion. You on full you you don't even realize it, but you're full steam ahead because you have this inner strength now and this vision of where you're going and what you can be and how it's working out and it feels good. You're feeling fulfilled. Maybe his reaction was fear. And out of fear came all of this disrespectful um decision making that I'm sure he was aware, but not conscious of what he was really doing. And I'm not taking it up. I'm not I'm not taking up for what he did. I just want you to see it, yeah. you know? But now, he, so you're here now. You're here now. And you're talking about it. And you're getting it out. It feels, 
And it, it's going to because you're, you're cleaning. It's taking me such a long... And the thing, I've been doing a lot of spiritual cleaning. And, you know, we talked about this before we got... We decided to do this show. And I'm shaking as I'm talking. But um, it's taking me a long time to get here. Like, even before... And I think that's... This, this conversation is what's been hindering my podcast. And I'm going to be very honest because it's just like... It's so like... It's just like it's somewhere else where I, I feel like I fail. Like, I put so much. I put seven years like that's one of the longest commitments I've ever had in my Mm -hmm. entire life like seven years into this 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 relationship well what does that tell you though I don't know you're a committed person (laughs) you're committed like she's committed you're committed you are committed you are you if I didn't know you were in a relationship I can see the relationship you have with yourself and and your people and your friends and what you're doing for the world. So you're committed. So that's an that's an advantage in this whole disadvantage situation. Like you are a committed person. Now, you're still going to be committed. Mm-hmm. But who are you going to commit to? Well, commit to yourself first. Commit to being wiser in your choices with not just men, but the friendships that you allow in and, mm. and you try to build. No, it's it's important. No, you're right. You're, you're right. Yeah, it's important. That's because my, my mom says a, a friend is a gift you give yourself, right? Mm. So basically what that looks like is, okay, well, I love myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I, have, I have a pretty good, like, eye and quality on things that I like. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be the same with people. So I'm going to choose people that compliment me. You know, yeah, and not compliment like give me compliments, but compliment who I am. Yeah, you know, like you have a great energy with Maria. <laughs> She's we were just talking about way, that, guys. like, like there's a balance there. She lets you be crazy, and she's <laughs> laid back, and and there's no unease there. There's no, um, I can feel it. There's, there's, you want to be around people where you don't have to make them feel comfortable in their insecurities. And you know what? That's I'm so happy you just touched you on that. You can feel that. Yeah, and it's like, even when... He never wanted to go out with me anywhere. Okay. We were together for seven years. We never did anything together. So it just kind of made me feel like, again, I wasn't good enough. And then I remember it was this one occasion in particular, like, he would tell me, like, oh, I don't like going out with you because, you know, you don't like to drink. You only like to drink wine. And you can't really have a good time with that. Okay. And my friends think you're stuck up because you don't like to talk to people. Indy, you know me. And, <laughs> you know, I like to fill people out before I give them my energy. Because like you, you said earlier, it's a lot. to. I'm like, yeah, and I'm going to give you, like, all of the love inside of me. But, you know, and it just made me feel feel like something was wrong with me okay like and I just feel like he was in love with the idea of me and I think when when Mm. you value somebody and you feel like anything about me he hated to be honest like it was times where we would go like I I'm not I don't I don't like to go to parties like that Mm -hmm. unless I'm hosting But I don't like to go to parties like that. My idea of a good time, Andy. What do we do? We go, go to bookstores. Go to like, bookstores and sit on the floor, <laughs> which we go, can't do anymore. By the way, why? I don't know. It's really weird. But <sighs> they stopped me. But anyway, <laughs> okay, because we were reading the books for free. <laughs> maybe they probably maybe made that because it. of us. Maybe but anyways, um, so like he would sit in a car while I would go inside the bookstore, 
and look for books. And he'd be like, oh, hurry up. And, like, I just never felt like we did anything. Like, if we would go out, we would just go out to his favorite restaurants. Even on my birthday one year, like, I sat home and I had got us, like, we booked, like, this spa thing. Well, I booked this spa thing. And I just wanted to go to the spa with him for my birthday. And, like, I literally sat there all day and waited for him. And then, like, he came home because this is when I was staying with his family. And he came home and he was just, like, the reason why we couldn't go out was because I didn't drive. And if I wanted to go out, then I should learn how to drive. And so we ended up going to Cuban Pete's, his favorite restaurant. And I'm a vegetarian. I could only eat, like, the little spinach empanadas they have. Mm. So it's like... And it made me feel like, well, maybe I should get, you know, my license or I should get that. At the end of our relationship, he told me, like, my race was the reason why things wouldn't work out. Hmm. So it completely destroyed me. Like, when I say last year, I thought about suicide. Like, I've dealt with so much last year. Like, I lost so much. And some of the hurtful things that was said is just, like, I remember he when he... You know, I talked about on social media be, me being homeless last year. And a lot of people were like, when were you homeless? Like, you were doing all of this amazing stuff. Like, when did that happen? You never said anything. Mm-hmm. One thing about knowing how to market, you know how to cover shit up. That's mm. the, that is honestly the biggest talent in this industry is marketing. It's not PR. It's not even fucking talent. It's knowing marketing and how to market yourself. And I've always marketed myself to cover up a lot of pain. Okay. But it was one time, like, he was out and he was with... Um, he had called, but doubt me, actually. I don't know if it was, it's an iPhone, so how the fuck do you butt doubt people? I don't know. But uh, I it's think easy. it was, a, oh, well, okay. Yeah. Because um, I actually thought it was on purpose, but he butt doubt me. And so um, he was just, it was, it was noisy. It was girls in the background and all of this other stuff. And I said, you know what? I hung up the phone. I texted him like, it's over. I'm done. Like, I can't do it. I just cannot do it. And after that, I had I I was I was I was done. I put on social media like I'm single. That's when like the first time ever and I had quickly deleted it. He gathered up all my clothes, two o'clock in the morning, came home drunk, gathered up all my clothes, and he started putting it on his porch. He started putting all my clothes on his porch and put in his car to the point where his mother was like, No, do that in the morning. She's a girl. Like his mother was like, No, you got work it, whatever this is, work it out in the morning. You can't do that. So he took me to my sister's house. And, you know, me and my sister had our difficulties, too, where we went to what we went to in the summer. But we went to my sister's house on the way there because she lives um, in the same town, in a better area, but the same town we grew up in. And so then he saw, like, a cat in the street, like, when we were driving. He said, you see that cat right there? I should have left your ass in the fucking alley like that cat where I found you. Hmm. And I've never been so angry in my life. And I just, like, punched him in the face, like, completely, like, just... Punched, and I know violence is never the answer, and that's right. not what I'm promoting. Right. But I just wanted to talk and get that feeling out of, you know, you bringing, you bringing up something that hurt me deeply. Like I can't change where I come from. Right. And so, again, it just made me feel like I wasn't good enough. Like even down to my background, like you just kicked me out your house, mm-hmm. knowing I have no place to go. And that's how um, one of my friends like. And I got to give her credit where it's due. Like, Brenda got me through so much this right. summer. Like, and you know that because yeah. I've talked to She's you about sweet, it. sweetheart. Yeah, and she just got me through. And she was like, Madison, like, you really keep this shit PG-13 of, like, what you're going through. And it's just, like, you get tired of loving. Like, honestly, like, my biggest gift is probably my worst gift. Like, when you love hard, 
like when you just genuinely love people and for my entire life like you know even with my my parents like my friends like females usually just never liked me or whatever like middle school always into fights because some girls boyfriends said I was cute so the girls never really and I'm not into the same stuff as them and then the guys are only around you with ulterior motives we know what those arterial motives are so it's just like it was I just never felt good enough so what I wanted to do with this is like kind of just release it okay just release it because I know somebody out there this is gonna register Mm -hmm. and this is gonna help them because and you know I don't want to talk about the dairy gloom too much because like well, no, that that actually, I want to rewind. So you mentioned the thought of suicide. I, mm-hmm. I cannot, I can't leave that alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I, no one should play around with that. And um, those feelings are real. Yeah. You know, people have, people have them. And if you are feeling that way, if you're thinking it and you're feeling it, it's important to find someone that you can talk to. Yeah. And that is. can advise you further because, you know, your thoughts lead to your feelings and your feelings lead to your behavior. So, you know, that's why it's good to have conversation. Yeah. Because we, there's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's perception. Exactly. Okay. Like our perception is our reality, but but our reality can be a, kind of skewed because our perceptions are only based on our square. Yeah. The square in our head, you know? And um, I just, I wanted to go back and touch on that and just make sure, have you been having those feelings lately? No. And that's why I said I don't want to touch on the, the gloom and doom too much. I just wanted to get it out because I know... Okay. One part of healing is just venting. I'm mm-hmm. at a place where I can finally even discuss it. Like, this is a huge step for me. So where I am now, like, you know, we just got off the Create Your Destiny tour and, like, really just kind of, like, I don't want to say disregarding my feelings because I've dealt with a lot. Like, I've I've been by myself and I've had those moments of crying and praying and, you know, talking to people to get me through it where right. I'm in a healthy, I'm in a healthy mind. I'm, I'm happy right now I am like I feel like crying I've never been this happy in my life and it is because I've I've dealt with it and I've nurtured it and you know I've I've learned through you know letting go of that like completely because we broke up a few times and we will always get back together because I'll be like no you didn't you weren't like no right and I finally like no okay no and I've released it and by releasing it I have connected with my higher self like I have never been this happy in my life. Like, and that's one reason why, you know, I really wanted to share this with people because I I need people to understand, like, even when you go through something as hard as like this type of breakup, there's still you can get you can get over it. It there's a light at the end of that that tunnel. There's mm-hmm. there's so much more for life. And, you know, by I've been featured on the Times Square billboard. I've been shot by Vogue. I've met some of the most inc- I've met my tribe. How about Without all those things, mm-hmm. how do you feel when you lay in bed at night and you're about to go to sleep? I play my chakra music. I okay. burn my incense and I meditate. And honestly, I sleep so well at night. Okay. And I read. You know, you know, I love my bookshelf. Okay. Like that's my thing. But I'm so happy, and I'm 
I've only been this happy and I've only gotten to know who I am by letting go of something that I thought was love. Right. Now I know what self-love is. The only reason why I tolerated what I tolerated was because I didn't love myself. And it's really that simple. It's the only explanation that makes sense to me. Okay. So okay. I'm healed. Healing is <laughs> this a process, you know? But, and I'm I'm getting better. I'm getting better in talking to people like you. We'd be on the phone for hours just yapping about life and just... Helping each other grow. So it's very important. To, you know, find your find your people. Find I your people. You with your line. Find your people. No, <laughs> it is. It's important. You wanna find you wanna find those finding your people means that, you know, a lot of times we have family, <clears throat> blood relatives. And it's good. But outside of that, you also want to find a connection with people that you may have spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally. And um, finding your people are just finding those individuals that you don't have to explain the unexplainable. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff that goes on with us as humans that is weird or un, un it, it, it's um not necessarily understandable mm-hmm. um you know we have little quirks we have dislikes we have twitches as i say and you have some people that don't understand they criticize they judge mm-hmm. um you know they point fingers or <sighs> i'm just going to put it factually people are petty yeah <laughs> people are petty and they will take your weaknesses and they will belittle them so they can cover up theirs i well, agree with that your people won't do that yeah your weaknesses will actually be understood and if anything laughable you know and they'll be there on the other side once you come out of the maze of crazy yeah so those are your people you know just people you can talk to people that you can have outbursts and they're like oh uh, okay she'll be all right tomorrow oh yeah whoa, whoa, she's whoa. just crazy whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah <laughs> and um and people that are gonna give you yeah without anything you know because the cups are always full because you're always is always a a great exchange of energy yeah. and inspiration and motivation so I'm big on emotional intelligence, mm. okay? And, you know, if you want, you can look it up. And there are areas of emotional intelligence, self-awareness, self-regulation, empathy, um, motivation. And it's important to know all of those things about yourself, you know? Be self-aware. Who are you? And what you? are the attributes again? Say one more time for the people S- out there. Self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Which is, are you aware of yourself? Are you aware of your likes, your dislikes, your quirks? Um, What makes you tick? What doesn't? You know, um, self-regulation. Can you step back if someone insults you? Mm. Um, Self-regulation. Are you you aware of how you make others feel? Mm. Are you aware of the energy that you bring into the room? Empathy. Do you understand? What someone's going through because you, not sympathy, empathy, empathy. you know, it, it's not about you. It's about, oh, wow, we going through this. Yeah. I'm, I don't, I'm not going through it 
um, personally, but because you're going through it, I'm going through it too. Yeah. You know, motivation. Can you motivate yourself? Are you able to pick up? You know, you <laughs> fell. All right, let's get this together. You know, do you have the little best friend in your head? You know, your little imaginary best friend. Mine's just Yeah. Pam. Shout you need Pam. her. You need him. <laughs> That's not crazy. I mean, you start talking to him a lot, but you know. But so, yeah, so those, it's, it's important that, you know, when you find your next mate, mm-hmm. just, you know, give him a little, a little like, checklist. Oh, and we're going to call it the, re- the reality checklist. Oh! Nice go. little guy. I can't with her. She will That's brand That's what happens when world. you're in branding. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Indeed, just two words. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you. Can we hug? Two more Can words. Can we hand hug? I'm here. Hand hug. Two words. Ah! Well, I got hey, a hand hug got, out of all of this. That on, yeah. And if people wanted to catch up with you and um, need you a know, session. You can, well, go to itsindieonline.com. I have a contact section. And um, if you email me in that contact section, it's easy. So it's it's indy i n d y online and uh, my social media. It's indy online for Twitter and Instagram and Indy Smith on Facebook. This is really simple, guys. Well, Indy, thank you so much. And thank Jay you. Royals, we will be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> 